Hey everyone, welcome back to You Pick, We Watch, uh, the podcast where you pick the movie and we take a deep dive into it to learn everything we can. Uh, Today is actually a special episode. Um, As you can see, I'm by myself. Regan is traveling, um, so I'm riding solo and we won't be discussing super bad this week, um, but we will next week. And I really can't wait to talk about uh, that teenage boy movie because, wow. (laughs) Um, I tried getting in touch with Seth Rogen, but wouldn't you know it, no answer. Uh, anyways, this week I'm going to talk about a few of my favorite movies, uh, that aren't on the list, that I think everyone should watch, be aware of, go look up. Um, these may be A-plus titles, AAA titles, cult films, or indie movies, no one knows. I'll see, uh, where this takes me. While I wrote this, it was just like, let's go. So, first up... I'm going to talk about my all-time favorite uh, movie since 1992 when I was just eight years old, and that's A League of Their Own. Growing up, I played a lot of sports. I'm talking everything from softball, basketball, ice hockey, field hockey, soccer, pretty much anything you could play, I was a part of. I even did dance. Uh, I took all kinds of different lessons, just... I got put in everything, and I really am grateful for that. Um, But as one does when they live in the woods, I would often find myself alone uh, because my friends didn't live close enough to walk when I was young. Um, But when I, so when I was playing by myself, I always played that game like where I was the one I was going to win the World Series in game seven with a home run or I was going to score the winning goal in overtime in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, So when this movie came out, and it ended with the underdog winning, I would watch it over and over and over again. Um, So much so that my VHS wore out, because I would also fast-forward through the sad scene, because I didn't want to watch it. Uh, As I got older, I realized who directed it, who was Penny Marshall, and is an amazing person overall. And that it really was a moment in history that women often get overlooked. Uh, There's a line in the movie that goes, we took the women out of the kitchen. And it follows the first teams of women's baseball. And it also really focuses on two sisters. Uh, It's probably the most empowering movie about strong women that I've ever seen. Um, This is meant to be a quick episode uh, to give you some insights to my likes and whatnot. So I won't go on for years, but know I could about this movie. Uh, If you haven't watched this gem and you root for the away team like me, check this out. You'll laugh, your heartstrings will be pulled, and you'll want to get out there and play ball. But remember, there's no crying in baseball. Other movies in this category that have strong female leads and are based on true stories would be Hidden Figures uh, about the African-American women who helped NASA uh, with the first launch of the space shuttle and to put people on the moon. Um, that is an amazing movie. Absolutely incredible movie. Um, deserved every accolade it ever got. So I highly recommend checking that out. Um, I, Tanya, which is about Tanya Harding. Um, 
regardless of what people think about her, she's a human being. And when you dedicate your life to a sport and you're banned from that sport, regardless of whether you had anything to do with what happened to Nancy Kerrigan or not, I mean, she, pl- Margot Robbie plays Tanya Harding perfectly. There is like nothing I've ever seen that's any good as better than that. So check that out. Uh, and North Country, which is about Charlie Theron's in that movie, and it's about uh, a sexual harassment suit in some coal mines, I believe. Uh, one recently that kind of goes along those same lines is Bombshell. That actually has Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, uh, Kate McKinnon's in it for a minute. A whole bunch of people in that one. So I I recommend that one too. Um, That gives a really good insight to Fox News and what happened over there behind the scenes. Uh, The other movie in 1992 that made an impact on my life was Sister Act. um, Starring Whoopi Goldberg. This introduced me to kind of the musical genre. Uh, This is not a traditional musical, but the movie is split up with different songs. Besides Disney, this is one of the first soundtracks I ever owned. Uh, And I had it on tape. We would listen to it in the car, which cars don't even come with tape players anymore. So that dates me. Um, It also introduced me to Motown funk and a lot of music of the 60s and 70s, long before Something About Mary made Build Me Up Buttercup famous. I'm pretty sure this movie also in part is to blame for my infatuation with gambling. Uh, I have yet to make it to Reno, but it is on my bucket list. Um, This also had a sequel, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Uh, Not gonna lie, it took me years to realize that a habit is something nuns wear. So... Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. (laughs) Um, That one actually stars a lot of people that eventually went on to become famous, like Lauryn Hill, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and the guy from the group City High. Um, They're all really good. I know some people kind of shy away from them because they're about nuns, uh, but it's really, really amazing. Uh, So now I'm going to head into some indie films. Uh, And a little background on this is like back in the late 90s and early 2000s when I was but a wee lass in my early to mid-teens, I was having always always having trouble finding myself in characters on film. That's when I discovered the world of indie movies. People who made movies that they wanted to make on low budgets with unknown actors or actresses. Other people like myself, who didn't have mainstream media to look at, um, were people making these movies. And they weren't movies that were easily accessible in the late 90s and early 2000s. You had to know somebody that knew of these movies that would teach you about them or like let you borrow them. Or you had to scour the internet and The internet was not great back then for searching. Um, So you just had to like keep at it and keep looking. Um, Some of these may ring a bell for you. Some others may not. However, since I look at the stats for this podcast and 98% of our listeners are men, 
I will be surprised if anyone uh, actually listens past this point, but not only are these films integral, uh, integral to cinema, they help shape a generation of people come to terms with who or how they feel. Um, in no particular order, some of my favorite indie films that I had to, like I said, immensely search for in the early age of inter- internet are as follows. Or as you got, if you got lucky, you'd catch one on HBO um, during that like free trial period. Um, Kissing Jessica Stein, which is about a woman who answers a personal ad in a paper. Um, yes, people, they used to put personals in the paper. And the Pina Colada song is actually a song about that. Go have that a listen. But anyway, about a woman who answers a personal ad in the paper. And uh, that is a ad for a woman seeking wi- women seeking women. And she ends up learning about herself in the process. Um, it's really funny. Um, the woman that stars in it was married or dated John Hamm for a while. So it was kind of cool to put two and two together. Um, really low budget, but done really well. Imagine Me and You is a British film starring Piper Perabu from Coyote Ugly and Lena Headley, as most of you may know her from uh, Game of Thrones most recently, but she's been in a lot of stuff. Um, the concept for this one is a florist meets a bride on her wedding day, only to fall in love with said bride. Um, that one's really cool because it gave me a little bit of an insight to... Um, it was older, not older women, but wasn't a coming of age story, I guess. Those are mighty abundant in the indie film uh, genre. Debs um, is the next one, and that stars Jordana Brewster of Fast and Furious fame, in which a spy falls in love with an evil mastermind. Um, This is from Angela Robinson, who is one of the greatest writer-directors I've ever watched film stuff. Um, She did L Word. She's done How to Get Away with Murder. Um, I think she did... She's done a lot a lot of stuff. Um, but Dubs is great because it never comes out and says anything. It just is. It's not thrown in your face. It's just how it is. Which is what I really liked about it. Um, last one is, of course, Gia. I expect most people to know this one. This stars Angelina Jolie. I have not seen it in probably 20 years, maybe. 15 to 20 years. Um, It's not much to say, but it does follow the true tortured story of the model Gia and her downfall. Um, And that was the problem with a lot of those movies back in the day, is that they were tortured coming-of-age stories. It was always a sad ending. So when you started getting more mainstream stuff and people getting happy endings um it was really great and it was it's been great to watch things evolve over the years movies and cinema is always ever-changing and it's it's really great to see stuff come to light um so some of my other favorite movies in general uh are and these are in no particular order either um, Pulp Fiction, 
Uh, really, anything by Quentin Tarantino in the 90s, early 2000s to me is a hit. So you're talking like Jackie Brown, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, From Dusk Till Dawn, um, Reservoir Dogs, anything in that era are, are really good. Um, two kind of like way out there movies are Rocky Horror Picture Show and Repo the Genetic Opera. These are two of my favorite Halloween, scary, weird type musicals. Um, both are great, regardless of what my wife says. Uh, she absolutely hates Repo. But if you take it for what it is, as it's an opera and not just a musical, and I mean, Paris Hilton's really the only bad part in that movie, but her face falls off. So highly recommend 10 for 10 would recommend. Um, Resident Evil, Atomic Blonde, Mad Max, Fast and Furious. Uh, yes, all of them. And I can't wait to go to space in a couple years. It's going to be great. Uh, Star Wars and The Mummy. Uh, the Brendan Fraser one, obviously not the Tom Cruise one, as we've previously discussed, are some of my favorite action movies. Um, you'll notice a theme... Uh, I think, what, Charlize Theron is in three of those movies. You've got, I like a strong female lead. That's what, that's, that's what I'll say. Yeah. Uh, my favorite MCU movie is Endgame. I know people are going to be like, there are literally 20 other movies before that one. But the way I, Endgame makes me feel when they all come back, um... A movie doesn't give you goosebumps for no reason. So, highly recommend. Moulin Rouge, Chicago, and Rent are some of my favorite musicals turned into movies. Uh, I love a good musical. But every musical has that one song that you're like, mm, I'm not sure why that's in here. Um, and if we ever did a musical episode, I will go into details on that. But trying to get Regan to watch that. I don't know. Somebody might have to request one to make us watch. Um, Cube, House of Nine, and Silent Hill are some of my favorite horror movies. You could probably put Aliens in there too. Um, but I find that is more thriller and not horror. Um, if you haven't seen the Cube movies, Cube and Cube 2 Hypercube will blow your mind. Uh, they're just they're crazy. I love movies where people, a group of people are stuck in one spot. So like, uh, House on Haunted Hill, uh, Saw 2, where they're in the house. Um, and I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head because I'm not looking at my movies, but, um, any, any type of those where you, there's a group of people and they just, they're stuck in one spot and they slowly die off. Uh, I love those movies. Um, so, and my favorite Disney movie is Aladdin. Always has, always will be. And I'll probably get shit for that from my wife. Because <laughs> hers is Little Mermaid. But I think the golden age of Disney is the 90s um, for, for animation. To each his own, obviously. But um, that whole era... I think is really good. So, like I said, this is just a quick little episode to let you get to know me a little more and how my tastes in movies have shaped me. 
Um, I could list favorites all day and just talk about, like, go from, oh, have you seen this? And it'll lead into other things like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, but you can play it with any actor. I could just keep going and I love it. Um, so with that being said, I'll, I'll end with this. Movies have the ability to give hope, scare you, empower you, and entertain you. They have the ability to drown out your feelings or to intensify them. They can make you cry, scream, or cheer. Movies are a gateway, an escape, a dream. If only for a moment, they can make the world disappear and transport you on a journey. Enjoy the journey. Have a great night, everyone, and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program next week with Superbad. Um, we'll also announce the winner of our contest. We'll read all our emails, and uh, we'll get back on track. Um, thanks for being patient with us while we work out scheduling and jobs and all that. Um, we really do enjoy this, and uh, we love having stuff to talk about. So thanks, everyone, and have a great week.